We can create a perfect world in our heads. Why waste time? And they all need money. Now let's see if they're brave enough to earn it. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Resourceful Agent Radio Show. I'm your host, Andy Silvius, and today's guest is Nathan Bynum. Uh, Nathan is one of the youngest goal achievers you'll ever meet. At 25, he had already become a best-selling author and is now teaching his audience how to systematically achieve any goal they want. So thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me, Andy. Absolutely. So what other people don't know, but uh, we actually tried to do this once before and had some internet issues, so I'm glad to actually be able to get this all sorted out and have you back on. Yeah, I'm glad we got that figured out. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about where you're from are you, and where you're recording this from currently? Um, so I'm, I say I'm from Texas because that's the longest I live anywhere, which was seven years. And I currently live in Lakeland, Florida, and that's right between Tampa and Orlando. So it's close to everything. And it's been super rainy out here today. So it's... Wow. normal day for here really yeah pretty warm though yeah it is it's uh in the 80s right now okay we've had some like record-breaking heat up here for like the last week oh wow um, 108 couple different days in a row and which isn't is pretty abnormal so <laughs> um so tell everyone a little bit about what you do and then how you got started in it so i help entrepreneurs who are trying to create their website i teach them how to do that and how to launch it and how to test it to make sure that it's going to be something a sustainable idea and then how to get subscribers from that and my journey that led me here i guess i was in the fourth grade whenever i started my first little business which was all it was, was I would chew gum at school. And I knew that if I was chewing gum, then other kids would want gum. And so I would buy a bunch of packs of gum at the store with my mom. And then I would chew it. And then people would be like, oh, I want some. And I'd be like, okay, 50 cents. And so I'd sell them little packs. And that's when I really knew like I wanted to do something along those lines, not exactly like that, but something entrepreneurial where I was going to be my own boss and I was providing some kind of value for people. And then later on that transitioned into um, more things that people here are probably more familiar with like affiliate marketing and then some eBay stuff. And I wound up creating a website for the local artisans in Florida where I would sell all their goods like honey and candles and things that they made locally here and I would sell it on there for just a percentage and then last year is when I wrote my book on goal setting and I kind of made a website slash business around that and I decided to help entrepreneurs like reach their goals through teaching them all these things. So how do you think you discovered you know or explain how you discovered affiliate marketing um, a lot of people don't know what that is, but affiliate marketing and your, your drop shipping basically from for other businesses, how did you know that that would be a good avenue? How did you discover it? What, what led to you doing those things? Oh, it was a few months of just like researching 
things on the internet while I was, this was back when I was still in school. And so I was trying to figure out ways that I could create money from wherever I was. And it was something that wouldn't take up a whole lot of time and just to make some money from that. And so I started looking at like different um, people online that were how they were making it and how I could kind of copy those ideas, not copy their work, but just like strategies. Take the, yeah, their strategies and figure out how to optimize that for myself. And then I wound up taking this course on, um, it was drop shipping through eBay to where you would have different listings on there, but then you would never touch the product. But the reason that that would benefit other people is that people who just use eBay, they would be able to have a chance to get the products that they want. And I would be taking their information that they're giving to me. And then I would order it straight to them from whoever my suppliers were. How were your friends? How were the friends you hung out with in high school? Were they doing the same thing or were you, were you the odd man out? Oh, uh, I was kind of the odd man out with that. And so they, it's, it's not very common to find someone who in, in their teen years going through high school, when everyone's distracted with everything else, uh, you're trying to figure out how to basically build businesses around. Um, and I, I do like that every time I've talked to you, I feel like you are very aware of providing value to the customers. It's not just about what can I get from everyone else. And I think that's yeah. what stands out about you with the businesses you did, even in high school, um, your intentions weren't, I mean, of course it's make money, right? that's why people build businesses, but your intentions weren't just about you. It was like, how do I help other people solve their problems? Yeah. I think that's super important for anybody because any, in my opinion, any product, any service, that you're going to be offering, it's a solution to a problem. And so I think that's where a lot of people struggle with making business, not with malintentions of not helping people, but just not considering that first before they jump into something. They just kind of jump in and want to start something just because they're interested in it, but they don't think about how that's going to help other people. So I think that's the first thing you have to think about. And then you kind of reverse engineer it from there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what do you think drives you? Like, what do you, have you figured out? I know this might sound cliche, but have you figured out your big why? Uh, Cause most people who are doing things like this, there's something in the background driving you to accomplish everything that you're accomplishing. I mean, you're, you're 25 now, right? Yeah. You're 25. You've already done, you've already started building all these businesses. You've written a, a book, which is an incredible accomplishment um yeah so what, what drives you to do all that um my drive for this and my answer may seem cliche too it's just i've i've kind of looked for where i find the most satisfaction in what i'm doing and that's kind of how i decided on like what businesses pursue and i look back and think about like where i've really felt that that satisfaction and it's been through just like different ways that I can help people. And that's kind of, that's what drives me to do what I do is because I know that I have a purpose and I want my purpose to be something that 
helps other people along the way. And so I found like a way that I could combine helping people and skills that I already had. And so that drives me whenever I'm doing the tedious work, because not everything is going to be fun. Not everything that you do in business is going to be something that you feel like, oh, this is super important. But that's when you have to look inside and think like what's driving me. And that's when I think about like the different people that I have been able to kind of elevate in some way. Right. Yeah. I like that. And now before we get too far in, I should have done this earlier, but what's the best um, social media platforms for people to reach you? And then um, where can they find your book if they want to buy it? Yeah. So I, have my book listed through Amazon so they can just type in my name. That might be the easiest way to find it. And then the social media that I use a lot is Pinterest, but also LinkedIn. So they can find me on either one of those. And the Pinterest is just reach fuel potential, which is the name of my business. Okay. Pinterest is an, uh, it's an interesting platform that you chose to put things on there. Why, why did you choose Pinterest? It's very uncut. I have a Pinterest account as well, but it's, I don't use it. And I think there's not a lot of people that do in the sense of the business you're in, or at least I haven't seen it. So why mm -hmm. did you choose to use it? I think that, well, whenever we're making our purchasing decisions, we usually have our emotions first. And then that is backed up in our minds by our rationale. And so our emotions are mostly evoked whenever we see different images and a lot of the, I mean, a lot of the platforms are very image based, but right. that's one that people can scroll through. Like they, it's a search engine too. And so they look up something that they're interested in and then they scroll through the pictures and that's when they like, they can land on one image and then think like, Oh, that looks like something that would, benefit me through this way through answering this question the reason that i searched whatever keywords i'm searching and then they're able to go from there unlike a lot of other platforms it's easily connected to that page that you want them to go to like a landing page of some yeah sort. like a landing page they can click right they can click it and then they can just go pretty easily to whatever they're wanting to get to and whatever you're wanting them to get to. Hmm. That's interesting. I just didn't think of it like that. So more, do you use that more for your um, product-based sales then? It's a little bit of both. Like I do use it for the planner that I created and for my book. And, but I also use it for kind of showing people results that, okay they want to see and then showing like i don't know if i'm describing it well but like showing them the transformation that they want to get kind of encapsulating that in a picture showing them the outcome or your or almost like a lifestyle that they could have if they do the things that you're teaching yeah. them okay i get it that's cool i i haven't seen a lot of people go down that road and use pinterest at a high level so it's interesting what do you what's your take on linkedin because i just did a well, actually, just answer that question first. What's your take on LinkedIn? Um, I think that it has a lot of potential, like a lot of, I mean, a lot of other things do, but that it's, it's very, I mean, it is very corporate based, just like 
by sure. its means, but I have a lot of messages like on a constant basis that could be beneficial if they worded it to where it didn't sound like a robot. Bingo. And so I think that there's a lot of potential for people who are genuine and mm -hmm. are wanting to reach out and make a win-win connection. But I think that it like it kind of irks me at sometimes just like seeing those pile in my inbox. So I I have a love-hate relationship with it. I get on average, I probably get anywhere from 20 to 30 DMs a day in my LinkedIn. And I just did a rant video on this, like like a whole video about LinkedIn on my YouTube channel. It it could be a great platform for people to connect with other people, but it's and there's spam in every um everything right there's spam in facebook instagram uh, TikTok. every platform has it but the dms have gotten so out of control to where business owners entrepreneurs salespeople, they think that sending these automated bot messages out to anyone and everyone is going to bring them sales and in fact what it does is it eliminates me even opening my inbox and i could be missing messages from people who are are real i just get so tired of sorting through it and so in my video that I did, I, I brought it up. It's like, if they don't keep your attention, if those messages wouldn't keep your attention, then why do we use them for our business? But everyone's so like, yeah. they think that if they use an automated platform, it's just going to, it's just going to fix everything. But it, in reality, I think people need to get more personable on there and it actually will bring them better results. No, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like the short amount of time that they could take to, just like look at your profile and get a sense of like what you need and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. The short amount of time that they could use that instead of just like getting the system, automating everything, like writing different scripts. Cause I have to write scripts for that anyways. So, and like, just like the poor return on investment, I think that mm -hmm. it seems like people would kind of pick up on that. Yeah, absolutely. And we use automated things in our business. Like when people register on a site, you know, they automatically get contacted by a AI type text message, mm -hmm. but it's usually just asking some questions and preliminary questions for us to then connect with them. But as far as like LinkedIn, they don't even do market research. It just goes to like the products and services I get sent to me. I'm like, you didn't do any homework. You're just sending out a mass amount of messages to everyone. Yeah, so. that's true. So what's, uh, what's your process for setting goals? Everyone's process is slightly different. So I always like to see. Yeah. So I start with a vision and that it may sound woo, -woo at first because I, I thought it kind of did whenever I read like Napoleon Hill's think and grow rich and just like imagining the outcome and like feeling it. And then like things will automatically come to you. And I didn't really ascribe to that at first, but through the process of writing my book, I was able to interview a lot of successful people and I kind of saw a, some patterns and that was one of them. And recently in the past few months, I um, became a certified goal success coach. And in that training, there is a whole um, part of the curriculum on the reticular activating system. And that's the system where if you are, if you just got a new car and you're going down the road, then you're going to start seeing that car and you're going to like start picking up on that. Or if you're in the middle of a conversation 
and you're trying to think of a comeback and then you don't until later, then that's the, our conscious mind commanded our subconscious mind to find the answer to that to that um, rebuttal, but we weren't able to, but it keeps working until it finds it. And so that's how the reticular activating system works. And that's why visualizing precisely like what you want in the goal, what the, what you're going to feel afterwards, what you're going to see, like what's going to be surrounding you. That's why that works because it's not some magical thing. It's science. It's the brain science to where once you know where you want to get, then you're going to start seeing opportunities. Then you're going to start seeing like, Oh, well, this would help me to elevate this part of my life to attain that goal. And then you're, you're just training yourself to start seeing those things in a different way than you would have before. If you had just like put a preliminary goal out there. Yeah. I like how you explained it. I also tell people think about this, like you accomplish what you focus on. So if you wanted to, let's say you wanted to build a table, if you didn't even think or imagine what the table could look like, how are you going to build it? At some point, you have to have some some sort of vision for what that table is going to look like so that you can accomplish completing the build on the table. And it's the same thing when it comes to goals. And because I, I think a lot of people kind of think of the visualization as this airy type of like um, mythical thing, but it's really not. It's really not like that. It, you just need to envision yourself. Like if you want to become a business owner, think about what what does that look like for you. How are you going to be running your business? Can you visualize, can you actually see yourself in the position of running a business? Because if you, if you can't, it's going to be much harder to get there. Yeah. And another thing going off of what you said, if you're wanting to become a business owner and you're doing this process, then it may keep you from going down a road that you didn't want to go down because there's different types of businesses that you can start and different ones are going to require like more personnel, more management, more time. And Mm -hmm. if you're thinking like, oh, well, eventually I want to get to a place where I'm working less, then that's going to be a different business than somebody who is going to have to be managing a hundred people. And so it keeps you, it saves you so much time if you just take that little time and just visualize it like you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything in particular that's helped you grow in life? Yeah, I would say that the biggest part of that for me would just be like the mentors that I've been blessed to have in my life and the positive influences that I've found, whether on purpose or just like doors opening up, but just having people that have already gone to where I want to go. Just like one of my favorite quotes is the Warren Buffett quote. He says that uh, it's good to learn from your mistakes, but it's better to learn from other people's mistakes. And that's one thing that has helped me to accomplish these things more quickly than I would have otherwise, because whenever I'm doing something like I, I have people that I seek guidance from before I start doing it, or I get into it a little bit and then I just like ask for a little bit of like, well, 
are you seeing something that I could be doing better or am I just completely wrong about this? So just like having those people and looking for those people on purpose and to find them is probably the biggest thing that's helped me grow. And, and you're open to whatever criticism they may have, right? Because it's constructive criticism. I think yeah, a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people let their egos get in the way that they know more than the next person. So they won't listen to what they have to say. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't understand how much they're missing out on when they just like put the ego aside and understand that they may be doing well in their own mind, but it's a lot easier to see from an outside perspective, from an unbiased perspective, like what could be improved on. So let's, let's go through some actionable things for people listening to this. Let's say we have, uh, you know, a lot of listeners on the show are wanting to start their own business, create side hustle, bring in some extra income. Um, what are some ways that people could develop um, a side hustle or a, an extra source of income? I would say the first thing that I do and the first thing that I've helped other people do is to not worry about like creating like a whole business plan to begin with. Like it's, it's fine for some industries, but if you're trying to create a side hustle, if you're trying to create some income quickly, then I would say just being able to test your idea and doing that as fast as possible because 90% of businesses fail and 42% is because of poor market fit. And so that's why I emphasize helping people create a website in just a couple of hours, like to get their ideas started. They mm -hmm. don't have to hire a web designer right away to just build a website quickly and find, have an idea of like what, you want to do like have an idea of like kind of sort of like what the general idea will be and then finding different groups whether it's on Facebook or LinkedIn or different forums and finding those and joining them becoming a part and becoming a helpful part of that and answering questions asking questions and you're going to start seeing some problem areas that keep arising that people have and writing those down and honing in on those, that's what is going to help people figure out exactly like what problem they need to solve, like we were right. talking about earlier. And so just creating that website and having an idea, start writing, using the copy that people have literally said on those platforms, using their words and using their words, not only to create your product, but to write the copy on your sales page and on your about page and on the homepage, everything that you need to, to just like find that product market fit easily and being able to adapt that and just like being willing to kind of tweak it whenever you need to, if you're getting different feedback from people. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple of fun questions for you here. And what is something you're not very good at? Something that I'm not very good at. Um, I was actually thinking about this the other day is just like little meticulous details. So for me, I have to put a lot of more processes of checks and balances 
then I would like to just to make sure that I catch those little things. And so um, that's why I'm so big on systematizing because I need a lot of checklists and that's the easiest way for me to do that. So I'm, I'm horrible at just like remembering little details. Yeah. I like that though. You, you recognize what your weakness was and, and then put something in place to, to overcome it. Um, so if you could have one hour to meet anyone from anywhere in the world or time, who would it be? Um, it would be Jesus because like I said, I'm always big on mentors and there's nobody else that would be able to tell me exactly what I need to do in my life to improve myself and help others than he would be able to. Awesome. Um, the other one was, what's the vision for the future growth of yourself? Um, for myself in particular, or just the business or just everything? Uh, your, everything, yourself, business. Um, I have on my planner to be able to help 2 million people within five years. So that's kind of the, what's driving me. And that's also like what my vision is and being able to like kind of automate some of the things that I'm doing to be able to reach people and to help transform their lives and to where they're able to make that progress that they want to and able to kind of have a ripple effect. It's awesome. It's a big goal. Yeah. Um, so before we get wrapped up, do you have any like tips or suggestions for people who are listening to this? Maybe they kind of feel stuck right in a, in a job or, or don't really know what direction to go. What would you, what kind of suggestions would you give them? So the, what I would say is to just have a vague idea of something and just start because like, if you're trying to get to a destination and you plug it into your GPS your GPS isn't going to know exactly where you are until you start moving. And so you're able to then adjust and pivot and you're able to kind of get some guidance to, it may not be the straightest way to get there. You may have to turn around, have to do little things, but just starting out in that direction is going to just show you a lot of progress a lot quicker than you think, because momentum is a huge thing. Yeah, I've noticed even for myself that I've um, I, I've gotten more clarity around the things that I've wanted to accomplish through action. So even though I've taken a lot of action, things that I didn't continue to pursue, I wouldn't have learned where I wanted to go and, and if it wasn't for doing those things. You know, starting a business that doesn't that, that fails, but during that process, I learned a lot of things and knew that I wanted to go a different direction. Um, so yeah, action for sure. I like that. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for being on the show. Um, again, for everyone listening to this, make sure you guys go check out his book, uh, go to his social media, hit him up. We'll, we'll have everything in the show notes and on the video here. Um, but yeah, thank you again for being on today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And thank you guys for listening. I uh, just want to remind you, this show is released on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, as well as um, Spotify and iTunes. Um, be sure to subscribe to whichever platform fits you best so you don't f- uh, miss any episodes coming up. If you guys have any suggestions on any topics you'd like to hear me cover on here or guests you'd like to see me have, please reach out to me at resourcefulagent.com. And you can also reach me on Instagram and Facebook at resourcefulagent. Thank you guys. See you on the next one. I've got some work to do.